Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Smashing Hats Podcast. This is episode six. My name is Zach. I'm here with my wife, Hannah. Hey. My best friend, Jake. How? Is everybody doing tonight? Pretty good. Decent. We, I've, uh, I've got to change it up every time we go with this because i got to keep you on your toes. I mean, it, it was the same wording. It was just different cadence, But right? you weren't sure. I wasn't sure. I, I was, was afraid sure. you had messed up. Uh, no, I, speaking I, of that, I, I messed up when we first started recording, uh... We were talking about a different podcast, and I said, welcome to, and then I said their podcast, which was not the right thing. You uh, you uh, committed treason on this podcast, because now there's a concern flowing and pumping through the veins of mine and Hannah's that you have your mind set on. We're on edge. Good. It's not okay. It'll be a good, uh, different vibe for this episode. Uh, speaking of which... It's a. Uh, we have an audience tonight. It's the first time we've ever had any sort of an audience. That wasn't the audience. That was Hannah. That was Hannah. Um, we have a silent audience Jake's tonight. Jake's brothers are My here. My little brothers, do you guys have anything you want to add? Come here. Come here for just a second. We can take 30 seconds to let you. Uh, we got to be on time, though. On time. All right. Get down here. Dawson, you go first. Uh, this is Dawson, my eldest younger brother. Was I? Okay. <laughs> great. That's a great story. <laughs> all right. And then we've got uh, Jagger, who all the redheaded girls refer to as Jaggy. Hola. That's him. And so uh, it's he good to have... He only speaks Spanish. True. Yeah. So uh, it's good to have them here tonight, and we're going to the beach tonight. So uh, that's why they're with me. And there's not a beach in Tennessee. There is not a beach in Tennessee, so... Uh, you guys have to pack up your bags and leave after we wrap up the podcast tonight. That's right. So uh, if you hear anything in the background, they're not playing tiddlywinks or anything. They're just hanging out over here on the sofa and uh, probably Snapchatting all the girls. So All of them. All of them. Except every, Hannah. Every girl on the planet. Yeah. So Except for me, because they're not even allowed to look at me. So it's good to have you guys here tonight. Thank you for joining us. For our listeners, when I said that, Zachary looked across at me and absolutely nodded his head. I didn't mean to if I did. <laughs> you did. I said I said that they're not even allowed to look at me, and you looked me dead in the eye and did one big nod. It must have been subconsciously. <laughs> Disrespectful. Uh, so uh, just we want to get rolling tonight. Uh, but before we do that, uh, Brandon, we had Brandon on. Let's talk about Brandon, Brandon Drake Nelson. He is the coolest person I've ever not met in person. Yes, that's a very strange way to say that, but I agree. Uh, again, if you haven't listened to that podcast, go back and listen to it. Uh, it felt 
like we'd only been talking to him for like 20 minutes and you know we looked down it's two hours later and uh he was a real easy like there wasn't any real effort put in like during interview at all no. it was just seamless and it felt, it felt uh, like we knew him forever yeah and it was, it was really cool because you know we we started talking like quickly before we started recording and just wanted to kind of go over a little bit of hey you know how do you feel about this you know what's up and then he, it kind of snowballed yeah we we realized like oh we've been talking for 10 minutes about stuff that could be on the podcast and like we started talking about where he was from and like his background and all that and we were just like, hey, hey, hold on. We got to stop and we need to start recording this because this is what people want to know about. So on that front, again, great, great that Leroy called. Uh, he had a lot of insight on, you know, past seasons and, you know, stuff he's up to now. Some different things you may or may not have heard about. Yeah. Over the years. Uh, he uh, A lot of people wanted to know about the, the stuff with Camilla. And so. And he was very open yeah, with that. Yeah. That was a. Uh, cool to hear hear from him we had asked him beforehand hey we've had several people ask us to discuss this with you but you know we said we don't want to bring it up if you are not comfortable talking yeah we didn't about want it. him to feel like we were trying to like get him like oh hey you're on yeah. you're on air you got to talk about this and it so. was cool that he told us you know everything is on the table he's an open book so Up yeah again grabs. if you haven't listened to it it's episode 5.5 we we released it that way because we want to keep the numbers going along with the episodes of the current season. So that's why you're going to be like that um, going forward. So if you haven't listened, go back. Speaking of which, this Thursday, which is we recorded with Brandon last Thursday. So like two days from now. We have Miss Marie Rhoda on the show. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, she was actually supposed to be our first interview. And then... Um, Brandon was so eager that we just were like, hey, well, let's it, have it, you on now. There was a couple <laughs> scheduling things, and then Marie knew kind of the, the episodes that were coming out, and she's like, hey, you know, I'm not really in this next one. What if we moved it? And so it worked out because Brandon was able to kind of leapfrog her, and uh, she's going to record with us, and we have a, a lot to ask her about, especially this, this season with... Stuff that's going on right now yeah. that we're seeing every Tuesday night. Yeah, so again, if you guys got any questions, you got about a day and a half to get them in. Um, we've already had a lot of people ask some different things so far. We're really excited about it. We think that she's pretty excited about it, too. Yeah, she seems to have a pretty good sense of humor about things. Again, yeah. the, the way we got in touch with her is I made fun of her about her pants tube thing, and she took it very well. And, yeah. Uh, so, again, if you got anything that you want to ask her, hit us up, email us, send us something on Twitter, something like that. But the one other thing, shout out Scott Yeager from yeah. Challenge Mania. Someone tweeted to him. I was like, hey, why don't you have Brandon on your show? And he's like, hey, we'd love to. But, you know, in the meantime, go check out uh, Smashing Heads. Like, they just had him on this last week. Didn't have to do that at all. But he was awesome, really cool about it. I've, I've talked to them a little bit about... We had some football things in common. His fellow AFC South. Yeah, we're not really a fan of the Jaguars, uh, yeah. but again, we 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 respect some of them. And so, shout know, out to him for the shout out. Yeah, it was really he didn't he didn't have to do that. It but was really nice of him. I, I was going to give them a shout out on tonight's episode anyway because they are having a killer week. They had Wes on like either yesterday or today. I can't remember. Um, they're going to do a part two with Wes next week. But then tomorrow, no, Thursday, Thursday, later, later this week, they're going to have Landon on, which Landon's been laying low for a long time. So that's a big one. Yeah. I mean, West Landon West back to back like that. Like that's a 
insane lineup. So I was going to tell people to listen to it anyway. Yeah, those are big names, um, big competitors. Again, Wes's quote, we listened to part one of his today. Me and Hannah did. I don't think Jake has. And uh, his thing was, you know, it's the fact that there's more podcasts and, you know, stuff talking about the challenge. He said, rising tides lift all boats. He's like, it's just good. Like, there's not competition necessarily. And I don't, I don't think we occupy the same space as Challenge Mania. I mean, they... Right. They have someone from the show as a co-host, and you know Scott's uh, says he's a comedian, and you know does uh, seems to be a pretty good personality as far as hosting things. He's really good. We are not that. Yeah, that that's why Wes agreed to be on the show. He's like, because <laughs> Scott, he's like, I know you're going to take care of it. And uh, I guess Derek had an old podcast, and Wes referred to it not as nicely. And so you don't think we're comedians? Well, we're not. I mean, I, think, I mean, again, I think I, some of us could be. Again, our perspective is we are we are a fan podcast. I mean, that's just, again, we had a review on iTunes, very to the point. Uh, they are fans that talk about the show and what happened. I don't know. I think we can be pretty funny from time well, to yeah, time. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm, that's not like our professions. We're not like professional journalists or interviewers or anything. We I just, wish that was my profession. We just talk about the show. Well, we figured out a couple of weeks ago you're a professional jerk for cutting us off all the time. So, that's it. Yeah. We're going to bring uh, it up hey, every Speaking of that, week. we got to keep speaking moving. Speaking of, so uh, let's talk about some of these emails we got real quick. We got uh, a few this a, week. A quick shout out. Uh, real, real quick, emails to me. I love them more than anything else. I mean, I love when people reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram and all that. But emails you, are more personal. You can do way more information. We can get we can understand what you're saying a lot better. So uh, I love the email side of it. Go, yeah. go ahead. So uh, we we heard from our guy Raymond, uh, yeah, who yeah. Uh, reached out to us, told us how much he he enjoys the show, uh, gave me a cool little NWO reference mm-hmm. uh, from my wrestling fandom. You tried to make a comment about the Wolfpack. I was very clear. That's two very different things. Both NWO, but two very different things. You got Hollywood Hogan, I know and the Big difference. Sexy Kevin Nash, and uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on that, but I appreciated the reference. Uh, Jake, I don't know what just came out of your mouth. I, under, I, under, I know the reference. Raymond will understand yeah. uh, <laughs> what the deal is. So uh, it was good to hear from Raymond. Uh, and uh, then we got email from our guy Paul. Two emails we from Paul. We love stat checker Paul. Paul. Yeah, so uh, he's consistent, and I appreciate consistency. And so, uh, you know, he continued to give us some different uh, stats that uh, we seem to get something wrong every week. Listen, the one thing we'll admit to you along with giving you our hearts is that we are flawed. We'll never uh, confess to being perfect or perfect, but... <laughs> And our flaws, we accept them. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. You're trying to be articulate. Okay. Said, oh, you're trying to be like Nelson. He said we'll never like claim Nelson. to be perfect or uh, perfect. <laughs> That's what I said. And so, so uh, you just proved your point. Yeah. And so uh, we 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 appreciate Paul continuing to listen, continuing to uh, fill us in, uh, and all that stuff. And bring then, us the corrections that we need. Yeah, yeah. And then Alaria, who we really took note of in her email. I didn't know how out, to say your name, so I asked her. I was like, "Is it E Laria?" Yeah. And she's like, "If it was the correct Italian, yes. But since uh, we she lives in the South, no." So, Alaria. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, she pointed out to us the opening was real long. Seems like it took a long time to get to the the actual challenge talk, which, you know what? When I read that, I said, I agree. Yeah, but it was ironic because I was a. The, the reason the last episode intro, well, not the last one, the last one's Brandon. The last episode before that, the intro took so long is because we were trying to 
kind of say, hey, this is why we do things and uh, explaining why I was trying to move the show along instead of telling you guys sometimes, hey, let's talk about that later. It's just ironic that that was the one that went the longest because I was trying to say why I stay away from that. But, oh well. But it was a good point to make because yeah, we yeah. don't need to ramble for almost 30 minutes on... God knows what, and... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, so we're on track this week, I think. And uh, the other thing I wanted to point out comes from an iTunes review where someone mentioned that one of us sounds like George Bush, former President George Bush. I'm yeah. not sure if that's George W. or George just plain H. Bush. Probably George W. You think so? Yeah. My question is, because I think it's you. There's no way it's me. And you think it's me. Nobody thinks it's me. No one's going to say Hannah. Here's here's my reasoning that I absolutely think it's you. Okay. Because uh, very we've established from the beginning you have the strongest southern accent out of the three of us. Right. A lot of people don't even think that I really have a southern accent. Now compared to like, you know, Marie or someone that lives in like Staten Island or whatever, probably. George W. Bush, he's a Texas man. Grew up in the South his whole life. He lives on a ranch. Yeah. Uh, I just think putting two and two together, it uh, it's going to come out that it's you. So here's here's what I want to happen, because I'm curious about this. Uh, you want to take a poll? I want to. I don't know that we can do a poll. Listen, we're still we're, we're still we're still gaining followers on Twitter. We need uh to to see more traction there and on Instagram. And uh, but I, I do want to hear from the listeners because I need to know who exactly here at this table sounds like George Bush. Uh, so if you could, uh, you guys know our Twitter Twitter handles. <laughs> our Twitter handle. I've got. I've got Tiddlywinks on the brain. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and so, uh, you guys know our handles. Uh, we'll give them out at the end of the show. Yeah. You know our email. We'll give that out at the end of the show. Uh, let us know who sounds most like George Bush. But either way, whoever it is, this say, guy say strategery. Strategery. Okay, that was an accent. Say it like you. Strategery. Okay, we'll see. Say it. Strategery. I said it to you, so you would say it. Strategery. Okay. One more time. Strategery. All right, so let us know who, who sounds most like George Bush, but the good thing is, is that he says that's part of the reason he's... I'm assuming oh, it's a Oh, yeah, hit. we don't know. He says that's it, it the, was It was like a, a screen name, so we don't know. That that is one of the reasons he's sticking around. It's enough of a reason to stick around is because somebody here sounds like George Bush. It's going to end up being Hannah. We're all going to look really dumb. I would... I, look, anything is possible, like the great Kevin Garnett once said. Your guy, Kevin yeah, Garnett. I do like Kevin Garnett a lot. Anything is possible. Um, so to our listeners, let me win this. Real quick, before we jump into tonight's show, huge, yeah, huge number for us this week. Uh, as of recording right now, the Brandon interview just became our most downloaded podcast. We expected that to happen. We didn't really expect it to happen in like two and a half days. Um but it it just outpaced everything. The the other one that was the contender for some reason was uh, Boys Night. Whatever. It is what it is. The people loved it, and so got to give the people what they want. To quote the great Jalen Rose. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> I know for a fact we do have some listeners that listen specifically for me. Yeah. And I'm talking Hannah. about they Wesley. You're specifically talking about Wesley, even though he doesn't text you. 
He texts me and Jake every time he listens. About me. Um, He's my number one fan. But yeah, anyway, we, we passed... Uh, that became the number one. Also, this this week, as of like today, I think we passed two thousand total downloads. If you would have told us, what six weeks ago that we when we started this, that you know we'd be hitting these numbers that quick, have our first interview done, second interview lined up, you know some other things kind of in the works that we're not going to discuss yet. But it's kind of mind blowing. It's crazy it's, to us. It's. I mean, it is wild. And and we wouldn't be here without the people that are listening right now. So we want to thank you for sticking with us. And you know, we'll we'll get better at it as we go along. I definitely think we've improved a lot since for the sure. very first episode. Oh, absolutely. Um, I do. I do think it's really neat. And I did try saying this earlier. I'm pretty sure when we recorded this time last week for the show recap uh-huh. last Tuesday that we had like the day before crossed a thousand downloads we were i think closing in on right over 1200 yeah yeah Yeah, but but for for that week we had just crossed Mm -hmm. a thousand downloads and that was a big deal and we definitely did not expect to hit 2000 by this this we knew brandon would jump us up i mean we just people want to hear from him um and uh you know we've had some other things marie retweeting us and you know uh scott with shout out so it's been it's, it's been, been awesome. It's been awesome, yeah. and believe us when we say we're truly humbled and grateful for all of this because it's not anything we expected. Yeah, and uh, just so everyone knows, before we uh, we get into tonight, Jake will be out of pocket. He'll be recording like he did last week via uh, satellite, kind via of. the internet. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, you know he'll be he won't be in the studio in quotes with me and hannah because we're just at a kitchen table it's not really a studio and it could be so we'll be together jake will be off on his own like he was for brandon enjoying and, the beach yeah and then marie will be in i think new york so we'll uh we'll get that one up as soon as we can hoping for a saturday release we'll see how that goes so let's just get into tonight let's do it uh i mean we the episode started off with Brittany and brad I mean, was that the first thing tonight? Uh, well, Redemption House. Redemption was House. That was, okay, thing. that was. A, you're right. Yeah. Let's let's start at the Redemption House. Uh, CT with his charts. His murder detective board. Yeah, it, it reminded me. Someone on Reddit already made the joke, and I was really upset because I was going to make that joke. But it reminded me of uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" when Charlie was like, "I know neither one of you guys here watch it." So I know what I'm that talking to scene myself. is, though. Yeah, he's a uh, Pepe Silvia. He's looking for Pepe Silvia. He's got all the the yarn connecting everything, and uh, that's just. All I could think of the entire time I was looking at it was CT. Not familiar with that, but uh, I appreciate the kind of crazy older man turn that CT has taken yeah. this season. It's been fun to watch, uh, though he still has his uh, uh, you know, aggressive side hidden deep down. But, uh, I mean, first time we've ever seen a chart of any sort, yeah. I think. And, that uh, I can remember. It was really yeah. funny. And seemed to be real about it. And the the... You know, of course, Veronica comes down. What do you do? And yeah. he explains to her. And then he asks, "What are you doing?" She says, "I'm going upstairs to rest." And looking like she had just woke up. So. Yeah. She did. She it was looked, in it like looked pajamas. Like it was like 10 a.m. Because uh, who doesn't have to rest after they've slept? Yeah. So, hey, I like a good nap. There is nothing, not many things better than a Sunday afternoon nap, in particular. Something yeah, about great. Sunday afternoons, but uh, um, take one every Sunday. But not right after you wake up. No, no, no. That's just going back to sleep. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't um, count. So right after that, that we got a little glimpse of the Redemption House. We went into what I dubbed Sad Brad. 
But there yeah. was a surveillance room again. Did they do that first? Man, I'm out of order. It's no, okay. That's uh, what we're here for. Yeah. They, P- Paul's going to kill They showed me. the surveillance room after Brad's yeah. FaceTime yes. with Brittany. It was after Brad. Because I, I have it written down. Um, My notes are in order yeah, of the v- episode. The viewing, the viewing room is further down, man. Um, so uh, We finally got to see. Minus one point for you. Because we're on part of the interruption. I never claim to be a genius. Yeah. We finally got to see Brad's discussion with Brittany. Yeah. They, they had teased it a week before last. Which seems like forever Like crazy. Ago. And we really expected for that to be the big main focus of last week's episode. And then yes. they didn't even show it until the last like 30 seconds. And it was just a teaser, which was really frustrating. Yeah. Because I wanted to just get it over with. But they wanted to open with that tonight and... I mean, it didn't pay off anywhere near what I thought it was no, going to. Because because the was, other thing is, last week was when the news came out that Brittany and Brad weren't together anymore. So I thought they yeah. were finally releasing that information because they were going to break up on the video call, and it ultimately did not happen. He did his "Oh my god" yeah. thing, and then they started talking, and it was just like they ended off both saying "I love you" and whatever. Yeah, I think I you could have overlaid a big yeah. over. Like that entire thing because it was it, a disappointing. They built it call. for like two weeks and then it ended up being who cares? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Now I will say I did take some notes. Her face seemed like she looked a little bit guilty, even though she did. She was like, "I was just in my bikini." Yeah. She yeah. she she's like, "I was in my bikini one day," and he's like, "Well, you know, I talked to Jose, and he said more than that happened." She kind of walked that, it back after that. You know, he yeah. he. he told Brittany what Jose had told him and she kind of backtracked and she was like oh yeah I did that but it wasn't a big deal nothing happened yeah. and so I think when that happened Brad knew that she was trying to hide it yeah. from him she was just like oh, I was just getting coffee she was very yeah. defensive and so I think as a, an outside viewer I think this is the tipping point where Brad realizes it's over they're just in different phases of their life he's like 50 years older than her not quite well stat checker paul you may need to correct i I really don't know it's probably it probably is 10 years though right i thought it was 20 all i'm concerned with is can someone get me a just a a big picture of britney's face when she sucks her neck back and uh, when he says, I got to talk, you know what I'm talking about? I you're do. looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I know I what you're talking about. I say these things on the podcast and you guys <laughs> I'm not look looking at me. like you're crazy. You're just making a lot of hand motions that no one else can see. Have you ever gone in like a fast food restaurant and asked for a little packet of ketchup and you put your thumb and your pointer finger up like that? I really no, don't. I don't I've think I've never done that in my life. I've watched people do that. Yeah, like I want one inch of ketchup. Yeah, it's, uh, I've always enjoyed watching people do that. I've never seen anybody else do that. I'm thinking, Jake, maybe you do that and you're trying to make us feel like other people do it too. I mean, maybe we're the weird ones. Maybe we don't do it. Well, but. here's what I want. I'm making a picture with my hands. I want a, it's like Madonna. Just both. a shot of Britney's face. Less blurred than what the the you know, the show showed, uh, but I, that's a funny face. Yeah, it was weird, and um, again, that, that whole conversation just led to nothing, and nothing. Then, then we see Brad kind of explaining himself to, to the a, a kitchen, yeah. and no, then that they kind of start zooming out, and there's like, like 20 people in the kitchen. Like, it looked like at first he was talking to me, talking to maybe two or three people, like he was... Like Cam and Kyle. Like he yeah. was explaining his phone call to mm-hmm. these people, and then the camera zoomed out, and it was like the whole house was, it was in there. It was a lot, for sure. And he was like, 
I don't know, summarizing his five-minute phone call FaceTime with them. He was trying to, like, defend her and at the same time be like, uh, it wasn't that big of a deal. She, He's like, it is what she does. She does sleep like this, and so... You know, if she's just getting coffee, then I can understand that. But I mean, you can tell he was kind of upset, upset by it because, I mean. Sad Brad. It's sad Brad. Yeah. That's the thing. And, I mean, I know he probably was not okay with it, with her, you know, doing stuff like that, knowing she's in a house with her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, there there was apparently more to that whole situation. Uh, you know, they played the truth or dare with Chuck and... Uh, Brittany and all that. Oh and yeah, I forgot about that. Apparently, Jimmy like started out like at like level one hundred, and then Chuck was like <laughs> not happening, and then she brought it down a little bit, and he's like still not happening, and then she finally was like, "Well, just dance in front of him," and he's like, "I'll let that happen," and then it started getting weird, and he left, and because again, he's like, "I have a girlfriend back home," yeah, like, I don't want any and of this it, to happen. He didn't want anything to do with her because he knows that she's crazy. Yeah, and again, Jose's point was he's trying to do what he can to mend their team, but he did not seem interested in wanting anything to do with her. Uh, again, with her, it seems to me, I, I'll get your take on it because, you know, female side of things, but it seemed to me she was way more aggressive towards Chuck than vice versa. I will say, if, Zachary, if, if you and I were just in a serious relationship, if we were we had just I, been dating... I hope we are. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, if, if we weren't married, if we had just been dating for however long Brad and Brittany have been dating, and I was sent to live in a house with my partner in the competition who was my ex-boyfriend of two years, if you found out I was running around in a bra and panties, I think you'd be really upset about it. Yeah, I think she's right. I, I just said yeah. <laughs> um, again, uh, but... You know, they're and I mean that's moral not compass even, on the show is yeah. not you know. But quite that's the same. that's not even counting all the other things that she did. Yeah, to again, Chuck. I don't I don't want to stick on them too much because neither one of them are even on the show anymore, uh, other than the the FaceTime call. Yeah. Oh, but her personality still lingers. Well, it's like it, a ghost, right? You know, yeah. on 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 the episode where it opens and it gives you like a little recap of last week's episode, it showed Tori talking to maybe bananas. Yeah, it was bananas. And she's like, you know, Bratney, which is what their relationship is called, Brad and Brittany. They've called it Bratney. Yeah, and she's like, she's just as disgusting as it sounds. And I was like, you know what, you're right. Like, maybe she said the relationship was just as disgusting. But, I mean, it it was not a match made in heaven. They're not a good pair. It's just a weird rebound thing for Brad. Yeah, I agree. And again, they're not together anymore. So, and I, you know what, I think we talked about this last week. Zach said that this was kind of like a midlife crisis where he felt like he was going to regret it. Mm-hmm. I think sad Brad is regretting it now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think that's for sure. Uh, the, the next quick thing before we really get into the redemption house was the whole hen house analogy that Sylvia used. Their room is just like a revolving door. There's just, in and out bunks, people hooking up and doing unspeakable things and keeping people awake all night. I did notice Joss was coming in there to see Amanda. Mm-hmm. 
I, this whole time, I thought that they had just had the one kiss on the first night and that was it. Oh, I, no. I think that they just haven't been, again, there's so many people and so many things happening. They just haven't had any camera time. Yeah. Again, everyone's still focused on Carr and Kyle, which again, we'll get into because we have to. Let me say this real quick mm-hmm. on Josh and uh, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much so reminded me of Holly Flax and Michael Scott. Did when they were doing, you're shaking your head. Listen, here it is. I'm I'm trying to see that because I'm going to say it, and you're going to you're going to see it. Okay, I'm going to say it. You're going to see it. Here we go. Say Uh, it. So, do you remember all the physical contact that Michael and Holly had on the office? Yeah, like like, everybody was complaining. Like you guys have to stop touching each other. Like she would like they would sit in the same chair. Her legs would kind of be intertwined with the 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 legs of the chair and he would be sitting in front of her. Okay. So during the, when Sylvia comes out to read the text about yeah. the daily challenge, Amanda is on top of Josh's like shoulders sitting on the back of a couch. And they're just like, yeah. they're rubbing each other. And I'm like, that looks like Michael and Holly. I, I never, did not I never even would have put that, that together. I did. I saw it. I, just, I, wouldn't I didn't notice it. Do you, do you see it now? Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, but I, I didn't see what you're talking when you about. Start, you didn't start with Michael Scott. You started with Holly, and I was like, who on this show is Holly? Holly Flax and Michael Scott. I know, but when he's like, it reminds me of Holly, and I just was trying to run through the like list of challengers. Like, who is Holly? I don't even remember <laughs> who that is. Well, here's what it is. I deem right now, at this very moment, Joss and Amanda... The Holly Flax, Michael Scott pairing of the challenge. Okay. Of the challenge of all time? Right now, at this very moment, that's what they are. Huh. So okay. you think that they're soulmates? Ooh, they, they did move because Because I would have said... Is he going to move from the UK to wherever she's from? Well, I think we need to keep tabs on that. Okay. We'll, okay. This we'll could be a big moment. Okay. okay. So... Uh, Oh yeah! In in the middle of all this, uh, they they show Kara getting like really upset with like Faith and getting mad at her because they played that uh, whatever the the drinking never game. have never I ever. ever yeah sorry and uh, it comes out it, but it, it, everybody it, already it was yeah one it wasn't a secret two Kara uh, has been parading around the whole time like in front of Kyle trying to like make him jealous. And it's just like, ugh, I don't want to talk about this anymore, but we're going to have to. And then we get into it more and more as we go on. Let's, I'm let's, so tired of it. Let's skip over that for now. Let's get to the redemption house. Boy, do I have a take for you guys. So well, TJ you shows we'll up and he is taking, who is it? Polly and Natalie, Natalie and CT, CT and, Veronica. and Veronica. That's all That's all that's in there, right? It's just those four. Is that it? Yeah, that is it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far. So he takes them to the surveillance room. And I noticed by Natalie's face walking in there, this is the first time any of those people have been in there. They haven't said a word about it in a month. Like, literally, yeah. it's been a month. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Natalie looked really, like, shocked. Like, oh, what is this? And so that's when it clicked for me. Maybe maybe none of these four people have ever been in here before. Do you really think that there's a room in that house? Again, there's no internet. There's no phones. There's not. Do you think there's a room in that house that they haven't been like, what's this room Unless for? it's locked. It might they be. Because they only go in there when TJ comes in. It might be, but I mean, they've got to know like, hey, this weird room is over here and it's yeah. locked off from us. Everything else is open. I mean, it... I think there's, I, I there's some tricks. Well, and CT seems like the guy that would be scheming a way to he's get got in a, with, his, with his, his board, his chart. Charts. You know, um, maybe he is, and it's just off camera. We'll we'll, we'll, never we'll never know. I just well, I, maybe we can ask Marie. Maybe she knows. That's a, that's a good one. I will say the one thing about their surveillance room. We've only seen it twice so far in this season. What I don't understand is what 
what purpose it really serves because the two times that they've taken groups in there the first time was just to show everybody the fight fight between melissa and kayla and them i guess being sent home i guess the redemption house didn't know that they got sent home but they saw the fight and that's all they got to see this time the group sees the quote-unquote hen house yeah and that's it i i think the point of it is to catch up the redemption house on the drama in the house i think that's its own own like its only purpose is to say like hey this is the crap that's going on while you guys are not here yeah because they specifically pinpointed johnny and angela for natalie's yeah again it's just trying to like get in like to ruffle some feathers and then faith and kyle to get get it Polly, and then what are you going to show i mean i kind of get it but it's almost a little disappointing that that's the only purpose it serves I mean, who knows? They we could, may see yeah, more they in may, the future. We may see more down the road. They have they've introduced so many like concepts in this, like this season, that again, it's almost a little bit overwhelming. Your, your brother said this was the only one they've watched, and I was like, this is a horrible season to jump in right, like not knowing anything because yeah. there's like a million things happening at once, and it it takes three weeks to get back around to something. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, but it, you guys are enjoying it, right? Yeah. yeah. They said no. <laughs> um, so yeah, again the Redemption House. We'll see if that comes to anything. Uh, they did the viewing room. The funny thing about it is, you know, they're showing CT kind of looking over at Polly and Natalie, and CT was like using that as like a real like teachable dad moment. He's like, yeah, it's like it's like a parent to a he's kid. Like, now Polly, he's like, now this is why you shouldn't have got involved with the Kyle stuff. He's like, because you see what's happening now. And but, then Natalie agrees, and she's like, yeah, I wish we had I just know. stayed I, out of it. And he's I, like, I, exactly. Even, even Polly was like, I shouldn't have done it. If you're gonna if you're gonna mimic CT, put some scruff. I in can't. Your voice. I I can't do the Boston accent. What do you guys think? <laughs> that wasn't deep enough. All right. Okay. I gave it an effort though. Right. An, an, a for effort. Uh, effort. B, uh, B for effort. So, yeah, uh, again, I thought that was funny. He's got, he's got the dad bod, now he's doing the dad moments. And so... I forget how thick he looks. Just, like, his arms and his he's hands. Just, he's just, just like, like, meaty. Yeah. He's got a lot to him. He's yeah. a big boy. Um, I, I did make a note back at the okay. main house. You know, right before their daily challenge, somebody gets to read the clue from TJ. Uh, yeah. So Sylvia walks in. She's like, hey, guys, I have a clue from TJ. And somebody throws a pillow at Probably her. Probably Johnny. She laughs. And yeah. so I think um, I wrote down, Sylvia laughed. And this should be showing Angela that's how you react to things in the house. Again, Angela's coming from you Bad Girls break Club. break down and, and cry. The one. You were really put off by Angela. I do not like Angela. I'm just indifferent about her at this point. I don't dislike her. They do pretty good on She's the my two new, challenges we've She seen. is my new personal villain. Really? I no, just... No. Vendetta. Use the right colloquial That's terms. Right. If we're going to talk Vendetta. challenge, you have to use the Vendetta. proper vocabulary. I have a problem with Angela. It's good. I don't. I mean, I, I don't like her, but I don't hate I, her. I do not like her at all. Who's yours? I know who mine is. Polly. I just don't like Polly. Yeah, yeah. I, don't like I, Polly. Mean, I don't like Polly, but I don't get like the weird gut feeling oh, of dislike when I see Polly that I get when I see Angela. It was Jose for me, but there's not anything I can He hasn't done anything. Really hasn't I don't done anything, I don't get what you see. Uh, yeah. I watched We Chance do we Stars. do we do need to go back and watch that cuz uh Wes kind of talked about that on the Challenge Mania today. He uh he's like I get along with everybody. He's like except for he really went after uh Drake Bell. 
Was yes. it Drake? Yeah, he, yeah it's Drake Bell. He, he called him Drake and Josh. Uh, yeah. That wasn't shown really he, on the he, show. He said he's friends with everyone else from that show. He's like, except for... And, then and he, he said, he except some, for that psychopath. Well, he used some choice words for him. But, but he did call him a psychopath. Yeah. Hmm. He, he, again, we haven't seen that. That made me like, hey, we need to go back but and watch this. But for me, it rang a bell because this has nothing to do with the challenge. A few years ago, Josh got married and Drake did not get invited. And he blasted all over Twitter. It was like a huge blow up. Do you want to do a Drake and Josh podcast? You know what? We should. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> that was my That was my favorite show. I feel like there's enough of a following there. That's right. People love Drake and Josh. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Okay, so yeah, I did. He watch all the like Dan Schneider ones, which apparently he's a really big pedophile, so that was right. not a good thing. But uh, I grew up on him, man. Keenan Kill, all that. Yep. Yeah. All that stuff, man. But anyway, back to the thing. So that happened. I mean, it was recently enough that when Wes said that, I was like, I believe it. Yeah, Wes. Wes basically said he was friends with everyone because Derek was like, "You have this thing where you're not friends with anyone. Nobody likes you." He's like, "I'm friends with everyone." He's like, "Especially all the celebrities." Yeah. But he's like, except for that, and use some again that terms. person, yeah, that person Drake, Drake, Drake Bell. He's like, which nobody liked, and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Except for Kayla. Speaking of Kayla, I almost said this earlier. I want real quick. Here we go. I don't know if you know this. Lindsay Lohan is getting her own reality show. All right. Is it on MTV? I think it's on MTV. The Have you seen the trailer for it? No. It's not. Oh. It's very strange. Jake, you need to see it. Are you the, pulling it up right now? No. no. It's, okay. it's, it's kind of sad looking. She just, you can be like, oh man, you've aged a lot from your lifestyle. Yeah, it, um, it was sad. Again, Mean Girls, Lindsay Lohan. Gone. That's peak of the game. But she, the, but after the movie, yeah. it was a, it was like a, so, not even downhill. It was like falling off a cliff. So, yeah. So anyway, the, the thing is, apparently Kayla is part of her new show. Don't, don't know, know, don't know how. how, what connections there yeah, are there. Um, and since that's kind of leaked out there, the, everyone is saying Kayla has removed anything about the challenge in her bios on Twitter and Instagram and all that. Now it just says MTV. A lot of people think she's not coming back. We'll see. Hmm. A lot of fans don't like her. She may not want to deal with that negativity anymore. Well, well I, I, don't, know, I, don't, I don't know why she I, thinks getting on Lindsay Lohan's reality show is going to make things better. I think she just wants to be on TV. I do too, um, absolutely. But again, we'll, we'll see what that comes to. I know she does have a group of her own fans, but yeah, apparently that's a thing. So I didn't want to really derail that, but since she got brought up twice and I didn't say it the first time, um, let's get into the challenge tonight. Let's do it. The daily challenge. The daily. It was a pretty good one. I off mean, the rails. It was off the rails on the train. It looked hard. Yeah, again, I told you guys, I think Tony or someone like that said it was probably the toughest daily challenge they've ever done. Other than maybe the semi truck one last year, which the semi truck challenge was also very difficult. Yeah, and so I didn't think it would get harder than that. Um, but uh, yeah, tonight's daily challenge. I mean, I there's no way I could have done that. Well, yeah, let's let's start from the beginning. So Kyle and Brad have the decision to they have an advantage because yeah. they won the last one. They get like what did TJ call it a grenade? It wasn't a grenade, but it was like they get a severe advantage. It essentially was, but they're not calling it that this yeah. season. Um, he brings up that they can do that. They try to strategize. I think they initially talked about taking it from maybe like Tony and Bananas, but they ended up just Or going. Shane and Nelson. Shane and Nelson were yeah. thrown out, and there they, was one more. They ended up just going Kyle's well, route. Like, hey, let's just let's get well, rid of Well, they were talking about Shane and Nelson. You're like, yeah, maybe. And then Kyle goes, what about Kara? Yeah. 
And then Brad's like, okay. Who has, again, she's been causing a lot of problems in the house. Kyle has too, but again, I don't have a problem with it. And so they start, they do it. It was Bananas and Tony going the same time as Cara and Marie. And they went first. So they're going, make it past the first part. Then they get to the second part and where Cara and Marie would have had that first lifeline is where they fall. Initially, I was like, a lot of people are going to get mad at Marie because she fell. But then we go watch everyone else, and most like, of the other yeah, challengers say, did not even make it past the first. Uh, they did better stretch. than probably eighty percent of the people that tried it. Yeah, and they went first, and they had a disadvantage. Yeah, and so again, a lot of people hate on Marie. She, they had the whole thing brought up where she was, she was like, <laughs> where she's like, go ahead, tweet away, yeah. and it showed all the tweets behind her of people uh, like hating on yeah, her. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. I, I did sure. see one tweet. Um, we didn't pause it or anything tonight. Just watched it um, as it went. And I did see one tweet behind her that said, um, will she ever win? Oh, I didn't and see And I was that. like, oh, that's harsh. Yeah, again, we'll we'll talk with her about it. She she seems to know kind of her stance with fans and whatever. But I do think, I really think the like, tide is turn or is turning yeah, absolutely. for her. Other than the people who are just kind of like blinded by Kara. I mean, I, I think Marie has done better this season so far in the challenges that we've seen we have to be fair we haven't seen a lot we haven't seen very much but she did exceptionally well today yeah they were fine and i was pretty impressed so what's I'm, gonna, I'm gonna continue to throw out a little tease we're not there yet okay but i got something pretty powerful to say didn't you say you had some revelation for the redemption house you, no. said, you said revelation, then you I said c- revolution. I, c- <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> Which figure is out it? if revelational or revolutional was the proper way to use uh, said word for what I was trying to say. Either way, I it's, got something big to say. I mean, are you going to tell us? It's coming I'm up. just teasing. Well, okay, I'm well. just teasing. It's like a. It's like a, that cut before we go to commercial. We don't have any ads or commercials or anything. Yet. So no. This is just my Speaking way. Speaking of which, s- if you are a company looking to sponsor or have ads, come on. Just come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it. Uh, we'll we'll get to your revelation when I guess time comes. Oh, revolution. We'll get to it. Uh, revelation, revolution, and uh, so yeah, we we see some other teams go. Tori and Derek. Oh my started. gosh! Yeah, they start. They're the first team I think to go side by side instead of yeah, front and back. Where they're like kind of balancing each other's weight, which I mean, it it they're mm, probably close. Yeah, Tori's got some muscle on her, and Derek. I mean, I think I will say I he's think, not much bigger than her, like height wise. I think because she's pretty tall. Yeah, I will. I will say I think Joss. I mean, not Joss, but uh, Zach and Amanda didn't they go the same way side by side? But it worked for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, again, Derek sucked right away. Well, he had this whole, you know, just, the interview where he's like, oh, this is a cakewalk. This is yeah. going to be so easy. I'm going to show up and show out. I mean, he had Immediately a Immediately when they showed that, I was like, he's going to be awful. And the f- yeah. like, first two steps he takes, he falls. And I'm like, of course, yeah. of course. He's, and it's not even fair to Tori because she's a great competitor. And they've been like bottom three throughout this whole season. He specifically, because uh, I made it a point to note this, said, I'm a very athletic person. Yeah. This is going to be a cakewalk. Yeah, and then, like you pointed out, Hannah, gone immediately. As soon as, soon as they showed that like little confessional where he was saying that, I was like, there's only no two way. options. He's either going to suck or he's going to kill it. 
And I was like, given his past, he's going to suck. Yeah. It was, reminiscent, it was like 75 25. It was reminiscent of, of Tyree before uh, him and Davis make that jump when they're oh, jumping yeah. the things. Oh, yeah. He's like, we're going to clear this. And then it's they clear over. like three. Three. They cleared the least <laughs> amount. And, uh, three out of so, 12. Uh, Derek's got a real problem on his hands, man. Uh, he's uh, pretty delusional. I'd say Tori has a real problem on her hands. Yeah, does, Tori's the one that has the problem. I worry more about the guy that thinks of himself a certain way, and it's not even close. And uh, he's just delusional. I man. mean, it's okay to have some confidence in yourself, but if it goes on this long and you suck that bad, you need to tone it down. He has not done anything of relevancy or any significance the, the the reason like I, again i don't want to be mean because at this point who knows well who will come on the show down the road but i genuinely he's only around because his girlfriend broke up with him after they made a big deal about it i mean I think absolutely because tori turned and her and jordan got together that's why her and Derek are partners right now yeah because he was not good on that season either. No. And he went home pretty early. Yeah, and so like legitimately the only reason he's on this show anymore is because of Tori. Yeah. And then I do think it's funny that right before they did the challenge that she said something about wanting him to unblock her from Instagram. Yeah. And it was like a big deal to her. I, I couldn't tell if I think she was maybe half joking, but also yeah. kind of half serious. And he was just no. Not having it. I think she's just trying to make the best of a really bad yeah, situation. I think she, <laughs> yeah, she knows it's She's not doing everything she can to try to make them work better as a team. But, I mean, it, he's got popcorn muscles. Again, he, he can't sucks. perform. He's not. He's Currently, maybe he'll turn around and be great down the road. Currently, he's not good. And let's be clear. It's frustrating. We're not attacking the guy's character. Yeah, he may no. be a great He guy. may be one of the greatest individuals he's to just, ever walk this earth. He's not good at the challenge. He is not good at... Like you said, I'm repeating it. Say it back this, to me. He is not good at this challenge. That's not what I said. I said he said at, at the, the challenge. challenge. At the challenge. Mm-hmm. At any challenge. You know, we just can't get anything You need right. to get the quotes right. All right, George, get your act together over there. <laughs> uh, so, I, I did make another note. After it comes out, Kyle announces that they're going to take a jab at Kara and Marie. Mm-hmm. Right before Marie and Kara go up to do the challenge. Marie turns to Kara. Kara's just visibly upset. She keeps going on and on about, I can't believe he did that. that um, and and Marie looks at her and she goes, uh, she tells Kara not to cause drama. And she and goes, I girl put, power. I, I, I put in parentheses, LOL. Uh, it's Again, Marie's the voice of reason on this team. Kara, again, we, we talked about it privately before we started recording. Kara's 32. She's older than every one of us here. She's too old to be acting like this. Yes, and she, like, again, I, we'll, I always say we'll we, get we to We got to hold off the, the hold big off. stuff, okay. the big car so, stuff. Okay, real quick, end. real quick. Zach and Amanda killed it. Josh Sylvia killed it. Yeah. Now, clearly, we saw Zach and Amanda won. Johnny uh, Tony killed Johnny it. Tony Johnny did, Tony. but out of those two, they were going yeah. at the same time. And I, when TJ was about to announce who won, I yelled to the room, it's going to be... Zach, and, uh, Zach Amanda. and Amanda, because I thought it was Faith and, and Angela continued to perform, though they didn't get through the second 
they're, part. They, they're, they continue to perform pretty well. They're a team that's kind of flying under the radar. I think yeah. she's she's the vet of the group. That's right. As she made clear tonight, she made clear to everyone in the room she's and everyone the watching. Real vet. She is the real yeah. veteran. And that's that was from when Kara was trying to talk to Faith. Yeah. Faith had actually come in Kara's room and was trying to talk to her. And Kara's trying to explain to her, "Hey, I don't have anything against you. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at Kyle." And I was like, "It's really nice that." Kara is not taking it out on Faith. She is just... She is. It's passive-aggressive. I mean, aggressive. yeah, but, I mean... But still, Kara called Faith a rookie. Yeah. Like, in the in the show. And Faith got all upset, saying she's she's the real vet. She's no rookie. And I was like, yes, she's she's a United States... I think she was playing on the, the phrase, Military honestly. veteran. I yeah. fully support that i show nothing but respect for that she's a great competitor but she's a rookie in this season yeah but she's a rookie in the show she doesn't know how it goes i mean maybe she's watched it before but she's never actually been in it so you have to earn your stripes you are a rookie and so point, it just bothered me that she had a problem being called a rookie I, she had no place to get upset about that and i like faith as a competitor i do but, I mean, that did bother me that she went on a tangent about that. Here's my thing about it. At this point, anything that comes out of Kara's mouth, I take with, like, the biggest grain of salt possible. Because she is so, like, woe is me. I haven't done anything wrong. I can't believe people are treating me like this. When yes. she's been, she's, she's throwing a self-pity party. Yeah, and she's been hip, she's been flaunting with Polly in front of Kyle and, like, doing all the same stuff. I, I wrote two different times, basically... Kara's a hypocrite. Yeah, she's, she's getting on my nerves. Yeah, and so... I'm not okay. saying anything yet. Okay. I'm not saying anything. So, yet. anyway, uh, Zach, Zach and Amanda won. They get the power vote. We'll get into uh, voting, but let's... let's Before the voting was the Kara and Kyle situation where they show them and they're, like, being all weird flirty where they're, like, you know, in each other's faces and then they're, like, I still care for you and whatever. And then Kara gets in his lap which the best moment of the episode to me is when they pan to Marie just like looking disgusted and she's just like, why are you in his lap? I was like, get out of there. Well, right before Cara crawled in Kyle's lap, she told him that she's trying to be a role model. In quotes, she said, four little girls. And I wrote a side note, what little girls watch this adult show? That's when I wrote that she's a hypocrite. I was like, if you're trying to be a role model for... I guess there are, but what girls watch this show? I was like, you're you're showing them that the opposite of how to act. To regardless, stuff like uh, this. regardless of what you think of her uh, relationship status, just her the way she's acting, she's saying one thing and, and acting doing like, hey, any, anybody can do whatever they want. That's been her whole philosophy this whole season. Everyone's free to do whatever they want. No one can get mad. And then mm-hmm. if anyone does anything that might hurt her feelings. She's like, I, you know, it hurts my feelings. I can't yeah. believe you do that. And that goes back to the conversation she was having with faith. Faith called her out on it. She's like, uh, cause Cara's like faith, you're a single woman. And mm-hmm. then faith goes mm-hmm. and Kyle is single and you're single. Yeah. And she, and Cara's like, yeah, but and faith was like, I just proved my point. Yeah. And I, she was right. That's why yeah. like that whole time again, you mm-hmm. said you didn't agree with, what faith was saying and i was like i don't agree with the car saying during that no i didn't agree what faith was saying about being yeah. about not being a rookie I, everything I, else she said she was right that, about that was in the confessional and i think more than anything that was her just playing on the words i mean yeah. i i get it but still she's a rookie she needs to accept it 
You don't say that to her face. Never. Don't you say that about Faith. She's a veteran. You salute her? Salute. I'll salute her and tell her she's a rookie on the show. You, you better not. Matter of fact. It's like, it's like the whole Britney thing. Britney came in on her second season yeah. after competing in maybe three daily challenges. Stat checker, Paul, you may need to check me on that. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember how many challenges she actually got through, but she didn't last very long. These last three seasons um, have all like ran together. Yes. I can't, I can't recall it because it's all like one big season. But she came back last season and she's like, I'm not a rookie anymore. I'm a veteran. And everybody's like, no, you're not. You're not a veteran. What's her catchphrase? Girl, there it is. Yeah, boy, so annoying. But it, it, I think after the disrespect you just showed Faith, <laughs> I think you should wear an American flag downstairs next week as we watch the show. But don't let it touch the ground. Don't never absolutely. let it touch the ground. Actually, um, you're not supposed to wear the American flag ever. That is true. Yeah, that's like a whole thing. You're never supposed uh, to put it on your clothing. If you're following the letter of the law. Yeah. Here's what we'll do: is we'll put up some scaffolding. Downstairs, <laughs> not in a room. and just have it set as a backdrop Why as we watch okay. the show. Okay, listen, you can build stuff. You're good with your hands. <laughs> scaffolding. You got those jazz hands over there. Yeah. <laughs> those jazz hands that build things. Um, uh, but but back to Marie catching them. It was a hilarious face that she made. But I did make my another part. I did make another note. She's been like the voice of reason for this whole season so far, which is insane. Yeah. She went from throwing pizzas in people's beds to being the oh, voice we'll of ask, reason. We'll ask you about that. And yeah. I'll, sure. I'll say this. Can can we get a... A meme is creative off, created off everything now. Uh, can we get a Marie get off his lap meme created ASAP? I, there, I'm there sure are, there's probably already, already some circulating. Have like, they? When that clip went up this week... People already start making gifs or gifs. Or what smart people we have. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, Great. I, don't think I love there are. the internet. Um, but yeah, they already. They, I retweeted it when I saw it because I was like, "This is perfect." Because it's just that slow zoom into her face when she's it was watching them. Absolutely hilarious. That was the highlight of the yeah. whole episode. All right, so let's 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 move into voting because we're we're going to run long again. Um, voting. I feel like everybody was all over the place. Everyone after, had the same idea to me. After finding out for the last elimination that the person that gets the most votes to go in gets to see everybody mm-hmm. that voted for them. And they get to call them out. Everybody was running around like chickens with their heads cut Literally, off. Literally, I think everyone, except for Zach and Amanda, they were like, oh, we should do a burn vote. We I, should vote somebody. I wrote down all the teams that walked in there and said, let's just do a burn vote. Yeah. Uh, Bananas and Tony, yeah. Kyle and Brad, Cam and Kaylee, and I think Sylvia and Joss did the same. Uh, probably. Those are the ones that... And then some of them they didn't show. Yeah, they didn't show everybody, but those are the ones that they showed saying, let's just do a burn vote. And so for me, I'm eagerly anticipating next week's episode to see if everybody did a burn vote for the same person. That's what's going to be funny. Then that's that's what's going to catch people off guard at some point. Even if it's not this next elimination, everyone's going to start doing burn votes because they don't want to go in. And then... There's no choice. You have to vote for yeah. someone, and they're going to get called out. And so, uh, the only one that blatantly didn't was Kara That's and right. Marie. Yeah. And she, well, Faith and Angela went after Derek and Tori, and yeah. then vice versa. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm saying but, that, that was right. Yeah, but 
Tori had talked with Cara Maria saying she wanted them to mm-hmm. vote for Faith and Angela because they right. were rookies. And Cara's like, yeah, okay. And then they get in there. She and, got in her feelings. And Marie and Cara are talking about it. And they're like, yeah. And then Marie's like, well, let's just see who else there is. We'll, we'll try to figure it out. And then the very next faces they see are Brad and Kyle's. And Cara, like, almost starts crying. She gets really upset. And she's like, I just want to punch his face just looking at it. Yeah. And so then she's like, well, let's You're vote. 32. Let's vote for them. And Marie's like, you want to vote for them? And Carl's like, yeah. And they're like, okay. But Marie wasn't part of that conversation with Zach and Tori. No. About voting them. I mean, she may exactly. have been, but she wasn't in, she wasn't in what well, we saw. Well, Carl said she'd have to talk to Marie about mm-hmm. it. But I think it was funny that it showed them blatantly saying, okay, let's vote for Kyle and Brad. And... And then Tori was like, she screwed us. Yeah, Tori is obviously upset. But also, with all these other people doing just burn votes, saying let's just pick somebody off the wall, I think it'd be really funny if everybody voted Brad and Kyle. Exactly, thinking, thinking it was a burn vote. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think, but I, again, you saw Shane and... Uh, no, not Shane. You saw it was Jose and some of the other ones trying to like do the math to figure out who voted for who. Uh, and then the, the end of the episode... All the math is going to be wrong because everybody did a burn vote. Yeah, again, nobody knows really. Because, again, you can just lie about it. You can say, we voted for this person. You may not have. The The funny thing is, was it came out that Kara voted for Kyle. I don't remember how it even came out. She was talking about it with Tori. That's and right, that's and Kyle was Tori listening through upset. the door. These, these people got to do better of being secretive. I feel like Either that or it's or they're, they're like playing it up. Maybe. I mean, do you think the producer's sitting back, hey, Kyle... They may have. They may have been like, hey, they're talking about you right now. Do you want to go listen? It makes better yeah, TV. That's dirty. It could be like that. Yeah. But he, yeah, he heard it. I, I, I will say just on that, Kyle and Brad took this weird stance of you're taking money. <laughs> Kyle was like. Well, he said. Kyle he, was upset about it. He was. Kyle confirmed that Brad doesn't have a job. He's like, he's yeah. got two kids. He doesn't have a job. What are you doing? Yeah. And I Kyle's like, a- you're taking money out of my kid's mouth, which I, doesn't make sense, but I may have made that part up. What? He meant to say, here, I may, I may have meant to say, he, he's like, you're taking money out of my kids' pockets. Whatever. Yeah. Or you, Wait, you're Brad, taking food out of that? their mouths? No, Brad said it. You said initially, Kyle said it. Kyle said this the first is the, part. This is the kind of stuff that Paul calls you out on. Paul doesn't call me out. He calls you out. We'll see you got if he calls computer. you out this week. Well, we'll Paul, see. George. We will be waiting for your your email with your corrections yeah. for us. Um, so Because we're just really all over the place right now. Well, I, I think it was a pretty good episode. We got, I mean, it. I wish we would have saw an elimination, honestly. Um, or at least, I wish we had. We could have seen who got voted in. Yeah, which again, they're going to tease that for next week. Which we better have a freaking elimination yeah. next week. It looks like we're going to have two eliminations next week because they teased yes. Hunter and okay. Ashley. Yeah, for my notes for next week, it says two eliminations. And Ashley and Hunter are the first mercenaries. Yeah, I, I jumped ahead a little bit. I meant to talk about it was really funny when Banana and Tony were in the bushes watching the whole thing with Kyle. Yeah, and uh, yeah no, I, I made a note. Kyle says on national TV that Brad has two kids and no job. Yeah. Um, but also Johnny and Tony are in the background of both fights, yeah. looking very well entertained. And the, yeah, the, the the next fight was between Shane and Davon. Davon and Shane. I don't know. Shane just. They like vote. Those two teams like voted each other. I in guess, but or Shane something. Shane always likes to get in the middle of things. But he almost overly aggressively went after Davon, and he starts calling her a word that, in Johnny's phrasing, was he's like not the most feminist word. And Shane claims he's a feminist. Well, to quote Zach, uh, not you, okay, the competitor challenger oh, Zach I'm a, Nichols. I'm a, I'm a competitor. Uh, is that his last name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
Maybe some relationship. I would know. Josh Nichols of Drake and Josh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he says Shane uses rumors as currency. Yeah, it, would, it made me think of Bitcoin. <laughs> so it's, you know, Shane sets himself apart. I'm a big fan of people that set themselves apart. He does. In that he he's very calculated in everything he does. He play, I will say he, to an extent, yes, but I also think he gets caught up in it and he he gets in the moment a little bit. Like, again, tonight you saw he was just, like, he going after her. let a little too loose tonight yeah. with his fight with Davon. Again, Jose being the voice of reason, trying to get between them. Right. Also, we... Yeah, Jake, I'll, I kind of like Jose so far. Oh, listen. I don't I've know what your on, problem is. I've come around on Jose. I think people can change, and, you know, a lot can happen in the span of a few months. And maybe... It, it could be that he watched Chance vs. Stars and saw how he behaved. It also could be that that wasn't his money he was playing for, and now he's playing for his own self. Because the last one was for charity. That's right. You know what? Let's just give it up for Jose real quick for making a change. Over there, boys... That's what I'm talking about. We also came That's to why the we have an audience tonight. Yeah, we also came to the realization that Angela deems Johnny her baby daddy. Yeah. Don't know if that's the case now. Again, CT's whole perspective of it is they're just using each other. I think that's Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the case. Absolutely. I think Johnny's a little bit lonely. You know, last season it came out that he had just ended his relationship with his girlfriend he had been with for five years. Was it that long? Yeah, it was oh. five years. And when that happened, I was like, you know what? I feel like I haven't ever seen Johnny try to get involved with anybody on this show. And so seeing him... Him and Angela like, are still together. But him and Natalie apparently were too, but who knows? Who knows who anything? Um, so, yeah, we, we saw the preview for next week. That's when our first glimpse of the mercenaries are going to happen. And it says two eliminations. Now, what we don't know is if those two eliminations mean that the mercenaries take their spots. I I think that's what's going to happen. I hope so cuz that would get you know we know Devin's coming. Um Devin's a guy we all like. He's 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 kind of single-handedly turned me over on the Are You the One cast because I love Devin. Yeah, Devin's great. Um he's like Wes's protege. And, yeah. Um again, Out of the Are You the One people, he's my favorite. I I love Devin. I actually liked Cheyenne too. Uh, I still follow her on Instagram. Yeah, she's she's fine. She's not uh, she probably will not come back. No. No, she's doing her own thing. She and uh, Cor- Corey, her and Corey's, Corey's baby, baby um, the two of them are they are baby, baby Gap models, and so she's she's wholeheartedly in on her daughter, which what? I would be too. They've got the cutest well, that, baby I've ever seen in my that's life. That's what people were going after Davon about because she just does all these shows and leaves her daughter at home. Mm. Oh, that's heavy. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a little harsh. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember who was talking about it. But she gets hit about that a lot. You think it was Shane? Uh. Probably. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean. But Devin's great. I'm very excited to see him come in. It, it'll be interesting if the way it works, if, you know, Hunter and Ashley, if they win, do they get to be a team and take someone's place? Because they were, they kind of hooked up at one point, but they don't like each other now. So they could be a yeah, team. Yeah, they got in a fight. I don't remember what. I remember her being drunk and getting mad at him. And he didn't really understand why she was losing her mind. And then he called her crazy. Yeah, we'll, we'll need to see how it works because we don't know if, one, they get to come back. Two, if they're a team. So if they both have to, again, we just don't know at this point. Well, the was it last season that they brought in the mercenaries for the first time? 
stat checker Paul, you may need to correct me on this. Again, these I, last three seasons are yeah. right. I think so. I believe last season was when they introduced Mercenaries. But what I didn't get was Mercenaries came in for elimination and it was just for it the was. sake of the win. They didn't get anything out of because it. Because Tori was one, so it was last yeah, season. Yeah, they didn't get anything out of it. It was just the fact that they were taking somebody out. Well, I think they got money. I, I know, but not it couldn't have been much because it was it was four mercenaries and out of the four only one person won. And Is that it? Yeah, it was remember. it was only one, and so I was like, you know, I'm not surprised because they weren't really competing for anything, and so I really think that for this season, since the last time it didn't really go over very well, I think they're going to bring in the mercenaries and give them something to actually compete for, which would be a spot in the show. Mercenaries or some form of that have been used in Cutthroat, Battle of the Bloodlines, Vendettas, and Final Reckoning. Yeah, so not Dirty 30. Okay. Right. Yeah, Uh, because on Cutthroat was when CT and Tina came in, the backpack. That's right. I I, I, I don't know if they called them that back then. Right, but they played that sort of role. Yeah, it was that role. Like, hey, you're going against Godzilla, essentially. But for this three-part, three-chapter book... Um, of Dirty 30, Vendettas, and Final Reckoning, I believe last season was when they brought in the Mercenaries. Yeah, I mean, But I, I could be wrong on that. I'm interested to see where it goes. I want to know what they're going to do after this season. So do I get to uh, say my big... Uh, I guess you've never yeah. brought it up yet. My big revelational revolution. Hit, it, hit us with it. Revelation. That's, that's the last of my notes for the episode. Okay, and then we can, we can throw out our, our, our bands where... Wanting people well, to we check gotta, out. We got to do our head smashers on that, but real quick, and I just I need a moment at, of silence. At least sixty seconds before I get anything from from you guys. Okay. Okay. Tonight, and this is a big deal, right? This is a big deal for me because I've been consistent on my disappointment in uh, this person's attitude, approach to. Uh, final reckoning so far. I made a turn on Cara tonight. Can we talk? <laughs> no. Dramatic effect. It's only been 30 seconds so far. I made a turn on Cara tonight because I started thinking to myself, I've always said people act the way they do for a reason. It's not just because. All right? There's a reason behind it, whether it's something from their past, some current situation. There's a reason behind why they act the way they do. This girl's in love. She's in love, and she's acting irrational because she is in love. With who? Kyle, look, real quick, I know it was put up on social media, her and Polly are in cahoots, but let me tell you something. She is in love, and he is in love, but they're both handling it in very different ways. They're handling it poorly but in different ways, poorly. Here's the thing. My 60 seconds are probably up, but let, yes. me, let, me, <laughs> let, me, let me say something real quick. Kara was real this episode for the first time. It wasn't about getting, I know the burn, the, not a burn vote for her, but the vote was put in for Brad and Kyle. But prior to that, in between the vote and the, the, the little, um, I don't know if you call it, backstabbing that Kyle and Brad did, just throwing them in, removing the the lifeline, the rope from the challenge. For the first time in Final Reckoning, she was very upfront about her feelings for Kyle. When? 
like when she was in the room with Faith? No. No, when she was oh, when sitting they were together. with Kyle. During the lap yeah. sitting segment yeah, yeah. of the show. That's right, because she told him that she wants to hate him. Yeah. She didn't say, I hate you. She said, I want to hate you. Let yeah. me hate you. And even during the Faith segment, when you watch her start crying, that is love she has for this man because... She's, ended up, she's watching him with someone else. She's watching him when she wants to be with him. So she can say all the things about how she's she wants to hate him and she's she's upset with him, tired of him, whatever, and wanting to get him out of the house, all this stuff. She loves that man. I, I agree. She, she absolutely has I feelings agree wholeheartedly. And so, so people can act irrational when they are in love. Yeah, I they can. That. They can. And what she's doing right now is she's being irrational. Because she's in love. And so I get she's 32, but I don't think you ever reach an age where when you're in love, you're not willing to act a little irrational. Any any type of way. So my take on that, I I agree she has feelings for him. He has feelings for her. That's where all this is stemming from, clearly. But it's not just feelings. Okay, maybe they love each other. I'm not going to go that far on it. I went that far. Okay, so my, my perspective on it is... If she does feel that way, she is doing everything she can to screw it up, which she has a history of bad relationships, apparently. She's going, she's flaunting it with Polly, going after someone who is in a committed relationship at that point. You know, she's she can say whatever she wants about, you know, trying to be a role model, and if she has feelings for Kyle, whatever, she is... Uh, the role model s- thing was silly. Yeah, she's single-handedly trying to get with someone and did hook up with someone that had a committed relationship back home and she's like oh who cares you're here it doesn't matter so i i have some i have some words to put in okay. now because i am a woman here we go and i have another perspective okay that you guys are not gonna see because you're men oh gosh jake i agree with you i do think that she is irrationally in love yeah. i will say to make my point the only other real committed relationship that she's been in that we've seen in the last several years has been on the challenge. It's been with Abe and he was a psychopath and she, I feel like had like bipolar disorder and it it may not be that it was just we're we're currently going through X's one Mm -hmm. and they are a roller coaster to watch. Yeah. They were X's, but Within like a five minute time span of of the last episode that we watched, they were at the club and they're sitting on the couch together and he's looking at her and and he's like, you look really happy. And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, your eyes are really sparkly and pretty when when you're happy. And that's what they look like now. And she's like, I want you to move in with me when we leave here. And he's and he says, yes, she asked him to move to Montana. I don't know if he lived at that point there, but he asked her. Or she asked him to move in with her so that they could live together. And he said yes in a heartbeat. And then in his confessional, immediately after that, he says, I love her with my whole heart. I will do anything for her. I'm so excited. And you could see like the glee in his eye. Two seconds later. Which is probably later. Yeah, but it's, it's later and she's like... In a year. I'm not ready for it. I don't know. And it was very flip floppy to me. Like she, she was happy that in that moment she's like, yeah, let's do it. And then it's like, they hit the dip, they hit the dip in the roller coaster and she changed her mind. And so 
And so for me, I feel like that's the, that's, maybe that's the only like real long-term committed relationship that she's been in. So she doesn't know how else to respond to stuff. Um, I do think that she is irrationally in love with Kyle because she is, it seems like she's unraveling on national television, national television. She's definitely in a weird state this season. It's kind of frustrating and annoying and weird and almost heartbreaking to watch because it's really sad I get, I would be heartbroken if I dated someone for a long time. And I think it was the first episode Kyle admitted that they were together and then he Mm -hmm. left the country to go travel with his friend two months, didn't even call her, message her, fell off the face of the earth and has not tried to reach out to her since until they run into each other on the new season. And I'm like, that is so stupid. He wronged her. So of course she's going to be upset. Of course she's going to be mad. She's going to want to take it out on him. She's going to want to make him hurt the way that she hurt. So no, 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 let me, no, let me just give me, Jake had his hand up first. I did. Uh, yes. Okay. So, Everything she just said just strengthened my point because what we know Carr as prior to this season is almost a sympathetic figure, especially the earliest or the earlier seasons. Because she's she, not the same person. She she's not. She's no. not. But she is acting in a way we're not accustomed to seeing her. I, yes, hundred percent. This and season's so very strange. It's almost for her. like she's a chameleon. And so emotionally, everything happening right now, it all began when Kyle just disappeared, right? And so this girl's in love and. I've I've turned on her because I, I'm willing to give people the benefit of the doubt. The problem is the problem is is there's nobody there to because you always need somebody to kind of lean on, right? To to kind of help point you back in the right direction, and there's nobody there. Okay, so I mean, she has not Marie. Polly. It's not Paul. Here, here's here's my thing on it. I I agree. Kyle screwed that up. I agree. They both are dumb. It's on him. I don't yeah. know. Because but, but she she's not. No, she she's is not. Guilty as she's well. not free of guilt. They, she they, she they, destroyed. She's destroyed a relationship. They both are doing things to not make this work for each other. Uh, and I then feel they, like they want it to work, but they don't know how to do it. They, and so they're doing the opposite of yeah, what they, they should be doing. They both get upset with each other for doing the destructive patterns that are causing each other to not like each other. It's a lot of each other's. And for me, Kara and Abe was a toxic, destructive relationship. It was not good. Um, looking at Abe. You, you, you could tell, going back to exes, he really cared for her. He did. Back then, Absolutely. at least. You can see it. But, um, look, just real quick, because he he got to the point with her, he's like, you can't make up your mind, and he's like, I can't. He's like, I know you. You're gonna flip flop back and forth on this. It's gonna cause a lot of problems, and so um, he's like, let's. Uh, he's like, I'm. Just, I don't want to break up with you, but at this point, we're gonna have to. Yeah, but uh, I mean, looking at Abe now, he's clearly happy. Seems that way in life. Um, so, but but the two of them together was not good. However, Kara and Kyle seemed like two peas in a pod. Last season, they looked like they're perfect, uh, like a perfect match. Okay, because they're so similar. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of a piece of crap, and she. Ooh. There it is. She said it. <laughs> she said it. He is. Say what's on your heart. He is. But she is acting very childish and it's very hard to watch so 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 then what do you two i i am not disagreeing i think she 100 percent has feelings for him i think he has feelings for her i think they're both being very dumb i think they're both wanting to play the little like middle school role of i feel like she's dating polly now and she is 
putting it all over every social media platform that she can find to try to make him see it to try to make him feel bad about it but i don't feel like she cares about polly so that's i feel like it's just a void that she's that's what i was gonna ask is like if you guys are so you know dead set on this is and i i agree there's clearly there's chemistry there between them even if they want to deny it at the same point she is still with polly and they have this weird like to this day yeah they have this very weird physical relationship but they also say at the same time they're not i want to say they say they're not exclusive to each other i don't understand that they're a very strange couple if that's your perspective what do you make of this? from what i've heard from uh many instagram followers and fans of the show and of Kara and people that know him from Big Brother, people say Polly's a piece of crap too. They said that before he even came on the show. Exactly. Yeah. And so I feel like Polly just wants to have a good time. Kara is not hard on the eyes. Um and so he's like, Okay, she is looking for something to she, make her feel something. You think this is publicity. What have we what have for we him? What have we said about these big brother? people especially they, they want they camera want, time they want fame who's one seems. of the bigger names on the challenge cara cara cara's the biggest girl name right. for sure but she's been uh mtv's the challenge instagram page she's been their like profile picture yeah on and off for I mean, she, she, years it's it's she is the face of the females for the show i mean she just is yeah and she she does them more consistently than anyone else she's won more than anyone else yeah and honestly now that johnny has his own weird TV show. He's kind of... Yes, he's still dominating the challenge, but we haven't seen much of him in the last several episodes of this season. He's just been in the background. He, yeah, again, he's, the, the, he's this, been in the background. This season's so, weird. This season is not... But I would say right now, Kara is the challenge. She's the face of the challenge right now. That's fine. At the same time, I will say, this season, she seems to be a completely different person. This may be her her brad season like we saw last year where it's like yeah i gotta have a, i could see that i gotta have a weird i'm, I'm rebound. hurting yeah. i'm hurting i'm gonna look for any outlet i can get because brad seems to be coming back around to the way we used to know him um uh, doesn't sane look, brad yeah and so again this may be car maybe in a real dark area who knows i will say i'm not turning the corner on her yet because no. she's been so hypocritical in her stances you, who cares she may be in love that is not a reason to get so upset over the dumbest things. Yeah. No, but love will make people do some real crazy That's stuff. fine, but she might stab somebody because she's in love. Do you, are you going to like condone that? I no, think I, don't I think con- a lot of condone. You just said you took to turn the corner on it. No. I think a lot of her her followers and her fan base if she stabbed somebody they would still support her. She has a very not, very vocal fan base. I do yes. not support physical violence. I, I okay. I will say with Kara I have not turned the page on her. I've not turned the corner on her. I know you think the whole role model thing was dumb. She, well, Jake does too. I think she I was think serious when she said that she tries to be a role model to little girls or to just younger women in general because she is the strongest female athlete. I think athlete. that's what she meant, honestly. Yeah, I think she's the strongest female athlete she's, to ever be on the challenge. She has a huge platform. She tries... I think she is trying to set the example that you don't have to look a certain way. 
you can be strong and build your body up and stuff like that and and still be beautiful in your own skin because she's like ripped everywhere. Yeah, I think that's her thing. She's trying to show that you can be feminine but still be strong, not have to be trampled on. And that's great. I fully support that. But... Again, if you're going to be any kind of role model, even if she's just trying to show other women that you can do stuff like this, you also have to take into account your character and the way you react to certain things. So when she is personally and emotionally behaving the way that she has been, she's not being a good role model. I think she needs to take that into account and kind of reflect. I've turned on her. I've turned. I'm not. No way. I, I'm not. I, there's no way to. You can't say that. I mean, you can if you, you want. I did say it. I said it. It's it's irrational at this point to say you've turned on her to me because she is irrational. She's acting this way this week, and I agree. There's feelings there. I, I, again, we can get into this. We could go on a long time about I'm it. I'm tired of talking about it. I am too. So, listen. Let's let's get into it. Who who did you have smashing heads tonight? <laughs> smashing heads uh, tonight. Uh, I gotta give it to uh, the girl representing America right now, and, and the challenge is a uh, faith. I think uh, she took a stand for America. <laughs> We're back and, on this, uh, you know, in a, in a strong way, and um, I'm with her. Uh, veteran faith smashed heads tonight. Okay. Not at all who I had. Not, who, not, not who I had either. I had the opposite. I had Sylvia. She did good tonight. Out of all of the teams that that competed in the daily challenge today, only three teams made it all the way across and completed the challenge. Mm -hmm. Sylvia was one of those teams. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. Speaking of, I'm glad you said her name because uh, we've been asking nonstop, what do you do? Walk the tightrope. That's what Sylvia does. She walks the yeah, tightrope. They, they did good tonight. It was good. She um, did. She did a great job. I'm really proud of her. I think you know she's looked as looked at as one of the weaker competitors on the challenge. People don't really take her as a threat. Uh, but with her teams up with Joss, you know it's like fifty fifty. They could do really well or they could do really poorly. But I think it was a really big deal that she and Joss were one of the three teams that actually completed the challenge well, today. Well, if you, if you give her a tightrope, it's game over. Well, okay. So speak, speaking on that, I, I went with uh, I went with Zach and Amanda for mine. Again, I don't want You can to... only pick one person. Ooh. Remember, you, 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 you got her on that. She's you right. got me on okay. that let for me, boys night. Think. You embarrassed her on this podcast <laughs> over that very thing. Let me think so about it. Uh, set it. Set it right. Make so it right. then I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with Zach because yes. I like him more. There you go. Uh, I would have gone with Zach just because of what Amanda said right before they competed, where she's like, "I'm really glad that that Jenna's gone because now yeah. that we, now we can bond and get closer." And Zach goes, "I am not glad that Jenna's gone. I wish she was still here. I miss her very much." And then they competed and yeah. completed it. So again, I, I'd go with Zach. They they won. I mean, they just they went faster than everyone. They beat Josh and Sylvia head to yeah. head. They Fair did. Reason. They did really so, well. For mine, who got their head smashed. We'll go reverse order this time. Derek H. Who's Derek Henry, yeah. which is not from yeah. the Titans. Derek. But but who would do a better job than this Derek? Yeah. Derek, yeah. This Derek. Crazy eyes, He's not Derek. good. He's not good at these challenges. He might be great at football or baseball or whatever else. He may be an athlete. He's not good at this. 
the one of the best players of all time, Johnny Bananas, may suck at sports, but he's good at these. Right. Derek's not good at these. That's all it is. Yeah. He fell off immediately. He's not shown anything good. He continues to suck. Derek sucks 2.0 was in my notes. <laughs> no, I'm with that's exactly who I wrote down. Uh, and I would much rather see our Derrick Henry running back of the Tennessee Titans partnered with Tory. I think it'd be a deadly team. And I think uh, uh, maybe I'm I wrong. I think he could wear Tory as a backpack and you still know, win everything. So, uh, yeah, Derrick H just continues to get his head smashed. I also wrote Derrick. It's, um, it's unanimous because it's so obvious. Yeah. But also, I, I wrote down another name just in case somebody else said it because I figured you guys would say Derrick. Um, I wrote down Cara Maria because mm. she is emotionally constantly 24 hours a day since she walked in the she, house. She, she has gotten her head and her heart smashed. I've spoke my piece on that. Um, I've said what I needed to say. That's fine. Again, we could talk for forever about this. We can, but we don't want to. I know. We're already, go- we're already going long. So, you know, that's a... Uh, that's Are a we good- going long? This is pretty standard What's your now. high school album of the week? That's a good stopping point. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, you want me to I'll go, go first? I'll go first if you want. I have mine written down. I feel like I go first every week. Okay, Let Zach. me go last this week. Zach. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Bear vs. Shark and the album Terrorhawk. I could have went with Right Now, You're in the Best of Hands, but Terrorhawk was the one that got me into Bear vs. Shark. It's Terrorhawk. Hawk. Can't mm-hmm. talk them like you now. Uh, it's all one word. You got Christmas music on the brain. No, I do. Uh, I absolutely have Christmas music uh, on the brain. Again, that that album got me into the band. That was my name on Instagram and, and other stuff. And then they got back together after not being together since like 2006. So yeah, I, and I, it ruined all of our early Instagram pictures together because it was before you could tag people in the picture. You had to actually write their handle name in the ca- in the caption, and so. All of my stuff just says bear versus shark. You just love the band. So, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I gave it up for them when they got back together. I told them I'd give it to them, and uh, they sent me uh, a reprint of their both their albums back-to-back, so I appreciate it. Big it was fan. really nice. We were supposed to go see them in like 2006 at one point, and we were like, oh, we'll go see them next time because they were in Memphis. And then, then they, they broke, broke up. up like two weeks later. That's not, what not you quite, get. But Again, that's mine. Love that album. Love that band. Uh, could have went a bunch of different directions, but we got a lot of episodes left. So. Yeah, that's right. Uh, mine is Sinners Never Sleep by Yumi at Six. I really absolutely <laughs> loved that band. I was obsessed with that band. I don't know. I almost You said, could play me a million songs, and I, I couldn't tell you which one was them. Because I just don't know yeah. them. Um, I, I love all of their albums, but Sinners Never Sleep was probably the best album out of all of them that I listened to top to bottom without skipping. I'm going to go Creed, Human Clay. <laughs> <laughs> that was not why you were in high school. No, my parents... That was not... Nice. My parents, that was like 1998. My parents right. had that on CD in our house when we lived... Um, uh, in East Tennessee. That was 100% in I, the 90s. I still. grew up, I was like six when I found that CD. And I was like, ooh, what is this? Because I thought the, the album cover was really weird. Pick another one. That doesn't That's, even count. Right, the one I did pick is actually from 98. I was eight years old. I'm cheating a little bit this week. Yeah. yeah. High school but, album of the week. I listened to it at high, in high school too. And I just started listening to it again yesterday. Because I forgot how good it was. Now I'm going to say this band. And it's, it's, it's not going to... Uh, it's not going to sit well with a lot of people. Jake, spit I think. it out. Skillet. <laughs> hey, you, I love your soul. So, this uh, is what? nothing. This is, I, I know where you're going with this. 
It's nothing like what nothing, the band is these days. Nothing. Yeah. It is. It, it's got that '90s sound to it, and I have not met one person that doesn't like '90s rock. Uh, they were. They, I could introduce you to a lot of people well, that don't like '90s wrong. rock. They are wrong. <laughs> That's her first question when it comes to friendships. <laughs> Do you like '90s music? Yeah. No, not '90s music. '90s rock. All so right. here's the thing. I'll, I'll I'll give you. They are not the same band. Like no. the band that is. I mean, it's the same people, but. It's they were a completely different sound back in the nineties. Uh, hey, you! I love your soul by Skillet. That whole album is. I'm not going to say it's good, but whatever. It's so much fun to listen to, though. I'm actually going to be. That's the first thing I'm going to crank on the way down to Florida. Guys, so, I hope you're ready for it. So, uh, yeah, all thumbs be up. Be sure to do that. So, um, well, that's mine. If we're going '98, I'm going to go with some MXPX CD from. That's fine. Teenage politics or. Uh, Solely going the way of the buffalo or something like that. If we're going 98, then I'm going to pick like Backstreet Boys. Cool. Hey, by the way. Here we if, go. If No, if anyone out there is listening and you actually go and listen to any of these bands. Listen, let, let us know what you let think. Let us know what you think because yeah. we've been throwing it out there. We haven't got any feedback. Like, yeah. We may be doing this every week for no reason. But if you listen to it, you may hate it. Some of these bands that we've thrown out, you might hate for real. You did, you did go back, I think last week. The album that you you. you said the week before, you were like, I went back and listened to it. It is not good. It does not hold up. No, no, no. no. I remember you saying that. No, we talked about some other bands from that era. The ones, any of them that I've recommended, top to bottom, solid. Oh, okay. I remember you had mentioned one the week before, and last week you were like, it doesn't, it really doesn't hold up. We we were specifically talking about some bands in that era did not hold up at all. Mm. He said he doesn't like Blood Brothers. I still love the Blood Brothers. Number twelve looks like you. Yeah, again, heavy, we, heavy, low, low. We said those bands don't really hold up to like when we were in that era. Any of the band, any of the albums I've recommended, still to this day, listen to top to bottom, no issues. Um, Same for me. So you know, I listen to Paramore every single day, every time I get you in the car. Listen to them today. No, uh, I haven't. I told you. Well, mm. that's because you wanted to play uh, Wes's yeah, we interview to do that. today. So. Uh, anyway, let's let's hit our p- plugs real quick. You know what they are uh, at Smashing Heads PC on Twitter at it, Smashing PC Heads. stands for pretty cute. True at Smashing Heads Podcast on Instagram. Same on Facebook. Smashing Heads Podcast at Gmail dot com for emails. Again, we love emails. Um, and then we really love emails. Podbean website, iTunes. You know what to do. We have we still love getting reviews and all that. And Zach has uh, canceled his Zynga blog. I did, yeah. Spot. So that is no more. Yeah, I deleted it. Yeah, it was too hard to spell. Yeah, yeah. no one could get the URL. Your right. mistake. Your Maybe mistake. we'll see. Um. So yeah. Uh, anything else we need to hit real quick? If you haven't listened to Brandon's interview, go back listen to it. It's great. He was awesome. Be on the lookout we'll on our on social show. media. We'll post whenever we get the interview put up with Marie. Should yep. be Saturday about the same time we put up the brand new Hopefully interview. Saturday evening. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to go enjoy the beach now. Cool. While you guys sit at home like a bunch of rejects. Speaking of the beach, where are you guys going? Panama City. Be oh, great. I will say... Um, Panama City. Tony. Tony Time. He and his fiance Alyssa, they were just at Orange Beach the other day. Maybe we can reach out to him. Mm-mm. I'd hang I out with Tony. I don't know how to get in touch with him. You got in touch with Brandon. You got in touch with Marie. Work your magic. <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. Who knows? Maybe he'll run into him on yeah. the road. Yeah. You so, should you should wreck your car into his car so you guys have to meet and exchange numbers. That's good, what it takes. Good plan. <laughs> sound like, gonna, sound like gonna, the car would do. I'm gonna wreck Tony's car and take Nelson out to eat. Cool. And then we're going to go to a Grizzlies game with Brandon. That's, right. that's, that's true. We are planning on doing that. So, 
again, we got to get out of here. It's going to be an hour and a half. It's going to be a long episode. But uh, go back, listen to everything you haven't so far. Be on the lookout for an episode with Marie. If you've got any questions, drop them at our social media links. Or Before Thursday. We're recording Thursday evening, so uh, get them in while you can, and we will see you Thursday. Brothers, say it with me. Have a good they night, everyone. Oh, you, you butchered it. They didn't know what to say. Come on. I didn't know what you I was going to say, see you later. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst hand ever. <laughs> <laughs>